Good evening, high school football fans. This is the High School Football America radio show for July 27, 2017. I'm Jeff Fisher, host of the show and founder and editor-in-chief of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. Well, it's here. The 2017 season is underway. Fall camps opening up in several states, and uh, more will open up over the uh, coming week here in California. Excited about Monday when fall camp opens up, and before you know it, we're going to have some games that count. Uh, Hawaii opens up next weekend, and then the games begin in Alaska, and then the rest will start falling into place. Uh, Just so excited. What a great time of year. Everybody's in first place is what I like to say. So much excitement around the country, and uh, once again on the show tonight, we are going to preview a couple of the teams that are in the top 100. We released our preseason top 100. Uh, That was on July 17th. Max Preps uh, put out their uh, preseason top 25 uh, earlier this week. And uh, our number two team, uh, Modern Day, is their number one team. We're going to be putting together a a compilation poll for everybody once everybody gets there. All the national ranking services get their uh, preseason top 25s out. But uh, for tonight, we've got uh, two teams in the top seven as Bruce Rollinson, uh, the legendary coach with the Monarchs, uh, Modern Day in Santa Ana, California, number two in the poll, right behind uh, their new arch rival. Uh, Used to be uh, Modern Day and Servite were the big rivals, and they still are. But when it comes to the national scene, Bosco and Modern Day are going to collide uh, not only once in the regular season, probably twice, uh, coming in the playoffs just like they did last year. But Bruce Rollinson will join us to talk about a team that uh, scored over 50 points a game. 10 out of 11 of their offensive starters are back. Uh, It's going to be a fun year to watch football out here modern day with two big national games as they will take on preseason number four, Bishop Gorman out of Nevada, and then a couple of weeks later, uh, coming out here from Jersey, Bergen Catholic, number 15 in the nation. So uh, Bruce Rollinson's going to give us a good inside peek, a look under the hood of the high-powered offense of the Monarchs. And speaking of Jersey, uh, after uh, Bruce joins us, we're going to talk with Augie Hoffman, the head coach at St. Joseph Regional out of Montvale, New Jersey. The Green Knights coming into the season. Preseason ranked number seven. It's going to be a great year of northern New Jersey football this year as they have five teams in the top 30 aside from St. Joe's Regional at number seven. St. Peter's Prep is at number nine. And then number 15, we've already mentioned Bergen Catholic comes in there at number 26. It's Don Bosco Prep. And then number 30 is... um, Paramus Catholic. So expect a lot of awesome football once again this year out of northern New Jersey. And Augie Hoffman's going to come in here to talk about a a team that has a lot of returners and uh, a lot of high hopes uh, for uh, the uh, Green Knights that won the um, Group 3 non-public championship in New Jersey last year. Uh, Both of these teams that we're going to talk about tonight uh, were in the top 50 last year for High School Football America as uh, Modern Day finished number 14 overall. Only lost to uh, St. John Bosco, which uh, the Monarchs beat St. John Bosco during the regular season and then lost in the uh, Division I CIF Southern Section Championship, which advanced Bosco to the uh, state championship where they took down De La Salle. And uh, last year for uh, St. Joe's, they finished number 19 overall in the High School Football America Uh, Top 50. Again, if you haven't heard, we have expanded our national rankings that are done with our proprietary algorithm. Uh, Great response. Thanks to everyone that's, uh, you know, uh, checked 
out the rankings. I have had a lot of positive comments, a lot of great coverage from media around the country, and we appreciate that as well. And we're excited that uh, the first poll of the year will come out on uh, in-season poll will come out on August the 20th. And uh, we'll start uh, releasing our uh, statewide polls as well and, uh, of course, our regional polls. So uh, thanks again to everybody that's checked them out. If you haven't seen the rankings, it's real easy. Just go to High School Football America. So we're going to uh, tell you about our partners here before we get to Bruce Rollinson in just a couple of minutes. Uh, We want to welcome in all of our partners. They've been with us for several years. These are great companies that do great things for coaches and student athletes. Let's start with Crossover. Get that breakdown of your game film without all the hubbub that goes on with all the the freshman coach or JV guys breaking it down. Crossover with a K will do it for you, and they do it quickly, efficiently, and accurately. They will allow you to do the thing that you're meant to be doing, which is coaching, not inputting information and rewinding and who tack, what's that? They do it all for you. Crossover is an awesome product. Uh, Huddle Assist is out there, but uh, there's no comparison between crossover and huddle uh, when it comes to the game de- game film breakdown crossover started it and they are invested in by people like Stephen Ross the owner of the Dolphins recently Jerry Jones and Blue Star buying crossover they're just going to get bigger and better check them out it will be compatible with your huddle account and if you call the guys at huddle uh, at crossover they will tell you how to use both in sync and not spend any more money than you currently are with huddle and that's because crossover has all of that storage for you included in the cost you don't have to pay anything extra you don't have to delete games crossover is awesome it is cost effective. Do me a favor. Go to highschoolfootballamerica.com right now. You're probably on our website right now. Click on that banner ad and sign up for a free five minute demo. If you're in Texas, check out Pat Blizniak. He's on uh, one of our shows a couple of uh, a couple of months ago, and uh, Blizz's information's there. He will do a great job and give you some specials as they break into Texas. Lots of teams uh, in Texas uh, signing up with Crossover this year to get that competitive edge. And when it comes to competitive edges, well. Echo 1612 has been giving it to you for a long, long time. Chad Cargill and company, they invented instant replay on the sidelines. These guys are cutting edge, and they are competitive edge. Uh, It was invented by a high school football coach for high school football coaches. Chad Cargill in uh, Oklahoma is a high school football coach there, engineer by trade, and he has come up with this fantastic system that beats Everybody, Come on, coaches. You know what it would be like to sit there on the sidelines and show your player what he did right or what he did wrong. Make tomorrow's adjustments today. That's Echo's uh, slogan, so you need to check them out. Again, you can get to all of our partners by clicking on the banner ads on highschoolfootballamerica.com. Also brought to you tonight by ScoreStream. Talk to Derek Owen, the founder of ScoreStream uh, out here in Southern California. They power our scoreboards. Oh, and they do such a wonderful job. All of our fans love that when they're at the game, they can click on the highschoolfootballamerica.com, go state by state, and find out what their favorite team is doing that night. Now, here's the cool thing, too. If you're a fan and you're out there, download the app at Google Play or in the iTunes store, and then you can upload videos. You can upload photos. Let everybody know how your favorite team is doing as you go along. So we've got 
50 state-by-state scoreboards. We also have a DC one, and we also have our top 100 scoreboard, which is new this year as we expand our rankings to the top 100. Learn more at scorestream.com, but more importantly, go get the app. It's free. Go to Google Play or the iTunes store. Also brought to you tonight by the good folks at Southern Sport. I just had a call a little while ago with Joey Teichert, uh, one of the founding members of uh, the TDI Razor, the Debris Inhibitor Razor. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes with a Debris Inhibitor Razor. It's uh, with a U, R-A-Z-U-R. And uh, the the great thing, too, is aside from the fact it keeps the the pellets out, it gives you a great look, too, uh, players out there. It gives you that great look of spatting without that high cost of tape or, or just the inconvenience of tape. If you're just spatting because you want to look cool, these things come in over 20 different colors. You can get logos on them. You get the whole team, coaches. Put them on your entire team. You'll look a lot better out there. Teams that look good play well. I I, I think that's the way at least it it occurs. And we know players that that look good and feel good about how they look, then they're going to play a little bit better as well. Uh, Use the special code HSFA when you go to T-D-I Razor, R-A-Z-U-R. And uh, this American-made product will be something that you will wear from now until you stop playing the game. Trust me, it is a great product, machine washable, durable, seamless. Come on, there's nothing like it out there. Check out the Debris Inhibitor Razor, T-D-I Razor, R-A-Z-U-R, And brought to you tonight by USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great local coverage from Southern California, plus all that great national stuff they do, including Jim Halley's Super 25 preseason coming out soon. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. All right, we're going to take our first break, uh, hear a little bit more from all of our partners. And when we come back, Bruce Rollinson will join us on the line, the legendary head coach of modern day here in Southern California, number two in the High School Football America preseason top 100. Coach Rollo, when we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, You'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com.
Field turf rubber pellets be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, it's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's game film breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can and see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great coverage from around the nation and specifically from here in Southern California. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, the preseason top 100 came out last week, and as we told everyone, the two top teams in the country, neck and neck, right here in Southern California. Modern Day and St. John Bosco separated by two one-thousandths of a percentage in the high school football America <laughs> algorithm. And I know that's making Bruce Rollinson chuckle because he knows, like I always say, it doesn't matter what these polls say. You got to do it on the field. But Bruce Rollinson, the longtime coach at uh, Modern Day, is on the line right now to talk about what should be a very fun season here in 2017. Welcome to the show, Coach. It's great to uh, be on board, Jeff. And, and uh, yeah, this is an exciting time of the year. We're, we're gearing up and you know, people ask me all the time, you've been doing it a long time. And, and 
you know, what's it like? And have you lost any of the fire and the, and the excitement? And it's absolutely not. Uh, we'll come together tomorrow with, uh, with my varsity and JV staffs and we'll grind it out. And then <clears throat> whatever we, we don't get done tomorrow, we're going to finish up Saturday and Sunday we have being a Catholic school. We have a great religious ceremony to launch the season and Monday morning, it's time to roll, and, and I'm fired up. I, I'm very, very excited. No, it's and, and we're excited, too. I'm going to be definitely out there and check you guys out. For people that don't know, I'm going to give you a, give a little bit of the resume here. Uh, coach Rollinson was our National Coach of the Year with the National High School Coaches Association last year. Uh, started coaching at his alma maters in 89, and uh, 272, 33-2. Not a bad darn record, Coach, but I know how to get you really pumped up for this interview, because I know you're pumped up for the season okay 10 of 11 starters back on offense yeah 50 plus points and all that and JT's back and Amonra St. Brown they're all there but I'm going to get you started with talking about that offensive line because I know you love to talk about that you've got that unit back in full they've now got all this experience tell me a little bit about what you expect out of those big guys up front this year well you know what's interesting I always go back two years ago I started five 10th graders in the front and we had to live through the 10th grade mistakes and the 10th grade immaturity and you know there there were some moments where I'm going oh boy (laughs) but what I saw was is is these kids they're very close to each other now you fast forward two years later they've been playing together oh god I think whatever it is 26 games together and it's exciting. They know each other. They, they know the offense. They know the calls. There's no egos involved. You know, they, they take direction from JT. If Bubba, uh, Joel Gonzalez, I'm sorry, Kakani Gonzalez overrules at our great center, then they're, they're communicating down the line. And, and that gives you a comfort level. And then, you know, any good football fan knows that, you know, these are some, some nasty players. Nasty meaning that they like the physicality of the position. Mm-hmm. They have no problem trying to dominate. So, yeah, we're excited. You know, we, we think we can balance it up. And, you know, everybody's going to talk about the receiving core and JT's arm. But I'll tell you what, these guys take great pride in blocking. Uh, got a great tailback coming back. Uh, Shikobi Harper, uh, he came on last year and, and then, you know, we, we got a young, uh, uh, kid named Chris street that can plug in if, or we can go with both of them. And then obviously, you know, what we have on the outside, you know, the receivers are all division one kids with multiple offers. So yeah, the race car is, uh, we're backing it out of the garage and we're going to, (laughs) <laughs> we're going to uh, fire it up Monday morning and, and hopefully not look back and don't give up the lead. Yeah, now I understand that. Bruce Rollinson, head coach at Modern Day, on the line talking Modern Day football tonight. Uh, Monarchs, uh, like I said, just a tick behind St. John Bosco and the algorithm. But again, it'll all come out to play with a great schedule we'll talk about in a second. But I do want to stay up front because, you know, you went back to 10th grade. I've gotten to know Tommy Brown over the last, um, since we came out here in 2012. A kid that didn't play football till his freshman year. He's 
what six seven three fifteen. I don't know what what he is today, but he's yeah. somewhere around those those numbers. He, he's given his verbal to Alabama. Everybody keeps reading about Tommy and all that, but where have you you know you've been there to see this kid come from a kid that didn't play football to to giving a verbal to Alabama? Where's Tommy's biggest uh, area of improvement? Do you think? Well, I think it's when you come in as an incoming ninth grader and you're already 6'5", close to 300 pounds, you're sort of like a a little kid in the candy shop. Your balance is horrible. Your foot speed, you know, your feet are going in a million directions. Everything is not dialed in. And what I've seen is, you know, the athleticism developed uh, our strength coach, Scott Prohaska, has done a phenomenal job with Tommy in the weight room, developing all of the various masses that he needs to be outstanding. And now I've seen that translate on the football field to where he's running well. <clears throat> he's got good reach, <clears throat> and and we're excited. And And the other area, you know, for Tommy is, is, I think, you know, when he played freshman football, he was what I call a get-in-the-way get blocker. He mm-hmm. just got in the way, and he was so big, you know, nobody could get around him. And now he understands technique, leverage, uh, how to position people, where to strike. And, and that, that has been another one of his developments. Now it's time to just flat-out dominate. You know, if you're going to get the publicity, you got to back it up with your play. And I think Tommy's poised and ready for that. I like how he's handled the recruiting. I'm excited for him. His dream school was Alabama, where his dad attended, who was a track star at Alabama. So all that's behind him. Now it's just about modern day football, Tommy Brown doing his, you know, carrying his share of the load. But you know, again, when you look across, you got Chris Murray, 6'3", 290 pounds, multiple offers, uh, very, very good foot speed. I've already mentioned Kakani. I've got a really, really smart, uh, quick guard in Mason Kolenchek. Mason going at about 6'2", 265. Uh, an academy type of kid, an Ivy League type of kid, but also is getting some sniff from from D1. You know, you put that together, I'm going to cover it with a 10th grader that we think could be a great one, a kid named Miles Moreno. Miles is a young pup, but I don't have a problem putting him in there because he's got all that experience around him. And those kids know what it's like. They remember not too long ago that, you know, they were young puppies. So, you know, it's it's going to be a force up front, you know, and, and I don't care who gets the publicity. What I like about you, Jeff, is you, you understand that it's a unit. Uh-huh. You know, it's not Tommy Brown and the rest of them. It's every kid with the schedule we got and with what we're looking down the barrel of is, you know, they can't be good. They've got to be great every game. You know, they are good but they've got to be great. And that's how I, I, I always look at anything. Good players have got to be great. There's no room for average. You've got to get good real quick, i.e. The, the young sophomore tackle that will feature. 
Yeah, and I know you. Uh, that's why I even started with talking about the offensive line. I, those kids don't get the pub. Uh, everybody wants to talk to JT or Amonra and all that. It's These kids have, have done yeah. a su- superb job, and I, I know they're looking forward to some steak dinners this year, right? You're, 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 big on, yeah. you're big on feeding those kids well. Bruce Rollinson, the modern-day head coach on the line right now, and uh, I had a chance to see you guys up at the, the Battle yeah. at the Beach. You beat uh, Bosco in the championship game without JT, without Amonra, and a couple others like, not coming to mind that weren't there but what I was going to ask you um, is I, I talked to JT afterwards and he said I am winded because he was your offensive coordinator throughout that day yeah. since he didn't play is <laughs> resting his arm and all that what, what kind of appreciation do you think JT got uh, <laughs> by uh, by being a coach for a day I know he's always been calling his plays but to literally have to be a coach with a backpack on did he did he learn anything as he talked to you about that because it was kind of interesting to watch that well, you know, the history of it is, is as a 10th grader last season, uh, we pretty much, when he was a ninth grader, he started as a ninth grader, as you know, and, you know, we, we pretty much, you know, had control of it slowly as a 10th grader, we started to turn it over to him and by game three or game four, he was running the show. And, and what fascinates me is not only is he calling the plays and putting the example being the passing tournament, and let's take it for what it's worth. It's only passing league, mm-hmm. but he put, he put us in good plays, but he also, when, when we were flushing in younger players, because it's a long day of throwing and running routes and, and playing defense, he was able to bang, 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 go right down the line, double check. Everybody said, all right, just in case, you know, you've got to, you know, a 12 yard in, you've got a fade, you've got a drag route. And I'm just going, wow. You know, he knows every player's position, every player, what to do, you know, and then he's reminded the young quarterback that, you know, remember that you're going to read here and, and go to the high, low read or whatever it might be. Uh, but it was interesting to watch the dynamic. Um, they all, you know, they all depended on him in one way. Uh, but yet he did it without, you know, overbearing, you know, trying to, you know, focus on himself. He knew that the focus had to be on the players that were going because he wasn't going that day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just complimented us that much more. It was just so funny how tired he was. I said, see, being a coach isn't <laughs> such an easy thing. And I think before we move on, we should talk about, I mean, again, it was just a passing league and we know what it is, but it's got to make you smile to know that a, a young man there in the wings, God forbid something happens, you know, uh, Carter Freeland did a great job, especially in the championship round. Yeah, I was very pleased with Carter. He had some up and downs. We had a little meeting of the minds at lunchtime, not just Carter, but the entire offensive unit, because I didn't think we were executing in the morning pool play. I didn't think we were playing with any kind of confidence. So I reminded them they they had a choice if they wanted to wear modern day out front on their jerseys, then they better start executing. Otherwise, put your shirts inside out and we'll pretend like you're from somewhere else because I was not happy. Uh, I just felt, you know, these are your opportunities, younger players. Step up, make plays, because you and I know through the course of the long season and the physicality, some of these kids, a lot of those kids that went are going to be counted on. So here's your opportunity with a lot of people watching 
you know, to step up. And I thought that's what we did in the afternoon. We started making plays, making the throws. And, you know, again, I don't, you and I, this will probably be the last time it's ever mentioned whether we got Bosco in a seven on seven game. It's really, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, I I can't turn around and say, yeah, but we, we won three tournaments in the summer. Who cares? (laughs) You know, what did give me peace that, that afternoon was when I got to the truck, I just said, okay, you know, I always say this, Jeff, what, what's back at the stable. And I know I've got that big old offensive line and I've, I've got a good defensive line waiting to, to get on the field. So, but it was good for our confidence. It was exciting. You know, I think the fans take more out of it than, you know, my kids keep it in perspective that, you know, we're a long way from being a great football team. We got a lot of work coming up through the next weeks and we've got to build this thing slowly and we've got to manage expectations. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I I was going to ask you about that before we get to the schedule and that though. Let's let's not let uh, the the defensive guys uh, off the hook here. Let's get a little publicity and hear about them and you said up front you like what you have, but overall what kind of unit is this going to be this year? Well, we're going to be young. Uh I don't hide from it. This is where the where the rebuild job uh is is happening, you know. I think we have good players that have waited there, waited for their opportunities. Where I'm fortunate, Jeff, is, as you know, I've been with my defensive coordinator for many, many years, mm-hmm. and he's one of the great ones in the nation, Eric Johnson. And I always, I always just stay out of the way, and he will slowly find his 11, 12, 13 players, and then he will basically mold them together to where they become a formidable unit. Now, you're building that around, like I say, a pretty good defensive line. The, we took the offensive tackle, Andrew Falu. We moved him to the defensive line, and he hasn't looked back. Uh, we've got a big kid, Samuela Tuliakamaka, who is going to be our nose tackle. Uh, big old kid, 6'3", 290. Very, very powerful kid. And then we'll have a competition, but uh, the Nathan Logaleo kid is is the force. Uh, he's one of those kids with a heart muscle as big as the stadium. Not the biggest kid in the world, but you can't block him. Flat out, I mean, you know, you're looking at a first-team all-league player, first-team all-county player last year, 5'11", 2'4", but he's a force. Then the linebacker core we're feeling real good about, was obviously with Solomon Tuliapapupu, uh, coming over from Claremont, he's a he's a force to be reckoned with. And people forget, I have another senior linebacker, Jack Genova. Jack went down in game eight uh, in 16, uh, had some orthoscopic uh, cartilage done, but it cost him the rest of the season. He's up and running now, and, and he's an instinctive, tough, with those two leaders in the middle, I'm feeling good. And then we've got a kid on the outside, a junior kid, Macefield Funa, 6'3", 240. Uh, he's going to be a force. I mean, he's a highly, highly uh, recruited kid. The other outside linebacker, a couple different kids, Steel Dubar's competing over there and has done well. Uh, but the competition will continue. 
then you've got the back end. Nobody returns, and then, and and I think they've they've started to gel. Um, Stefan Robbins has had a great summer and great spring. We have a competition with a tenth grader and a twelfth grader. Darion Green, the uh, the tenth grader, and Deron Smith, the the twelfth grader. You know, if we have to, we can split time, but but you don't really like to do that at the corner position. We got three guys vying for the safety position: a tenth grader, Nathan White, and the two kids that are holding their own right now. Both of them, uh, William Nemo, six-two, two hundred pounds safety, and then Elias Rick, six-three, two hundred ten pounds safety. Uh, they all lack game experience, Jeff, and, and until they get thrown into the fire and, and live through, you know, the, the ups and downs and the adversity, you know, which there's going to be adversity with a young group. But I think they'll 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 we'll be able to lean on them very quickly as the season unfolds. So I'm I'm real pleased with that unit. Yeah, and the fire will come from a, a aside from the Trinity League, which we know is a grind, a great non-league schedule this year, Coach. You've got uh, uh, Bishop Gorman coming up there, number four in our preseason. Uh, that's coming up on September one. Uh, you've got on the fifteenth. I, I, I look forward. You know, this back east guy here wants to see Jersey come out here. Want to see what you guys do with number <laughs> fifteen Bergen Catholic. But uh, tell me a little bit about the schedule this year because you dialed it up in a big way. Like I said, in the non-league side of things. Well, there's two things, you know, either I'm going to be the, the, the smartest guy in the world or the stupidest guy in the world. <laughs> but the, 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 the reality is, is and, and, you know, Jason Negro, the head coach at Bosco or, or Matt Logan at Corona Centennial and other powerhouse here in Southern California, it's hard to get games. It, it's almost to where you have to go to a national level to get games. And, you know, thus you have the matchup with modern day and Bishop Gorman, a two-year contract, uh, you know, and everybody's pointing at that one. But we've got to open up against a highly experienced, depth-filled uh, Bishop Amat ball club mm-hmm. who's, you know, tradition-rich. Uh, so, you know, we better not, you know, be looking to September 1 or we'll go limping in there 0-1. Um, you know, we, we've got St. Mary's of Stockton, you know, uh, st- uh, state runner up last year in division two, uh, probably, you know, one of those double overtime games that could have gone either way. So, but I think that the, the preparation for the, the grind of the Trinity league will, will be beneficial, but it all comes down to, you know, let's hope I wasn't. <laughs> uh, too greedy here, and I and I get some guys dinged in the preseason because it's still preseason. But I think if you're you know if you, if you're going to talk about being great, you got to play great teams, and that's what we've lined up for the fans. I, I agree. And by the way, Coach, you may not know this, but if you are the stupidest person in the world, there will be people out there that let you know that. If you're great, they they won't let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the truth. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of, kind of that way. We're ra- going to wrap it up here with Bruce Rollinson. A couple more questions and let him go. We appreciate his time. But uh, uh, I know you won't give me coach speak on this because, you know, every coach is going to say, you know, a game at a time, especially with a schedule like that. I know you've got the experience, but how do you keep, you know, 15, 16, 17 year old kids, you know, focused on that when you know that, oh, okay, yeah, you got them out first, but, you know, Gorman's there. How do you really do that? I mean, you've been 
gather around? Is there a secret sauce you have for that, or is it just like Jeff? <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> well, it, 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 I, I went to the bigger picture, and, and and you know, I'm a, I'm a big motivator, uh, and, and every year I try to identify a theme for whatever season it was, uh, so, you know, 2007 or. 2017, and we we chose a theme of red discipline because in order to compete week in and week out, we have to be a disciplined football team. We have to be disciplined in every aspect of the game, whether it's on the field or off the field, in the weight room, in the video room, and you got to be disciplined in practice. You can't burn practices. You know, you have to be better each day. And, and along with red discipline, right underneath it, anything that, that, that's given to them, it says unfinished business. And that's the big picture, okay? Too many CIF championship games recently coming away, you know, with, with the runner-up uh, plaque. Uh, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it. I remind them of it. Once, twice a week, you know, where do you want to be? What do you, you know, it's not about what you do and whether you beat somebody in the season. It's a long grind. Where will you be in early December? And will you be walking out of Anaheim Stadium with the right pack? And then that's going to be a long journey. And where I'm fortunate, Jeff, is, you know, I've got great assistant coaches who keep us based, who work on, the things, you know, we're not going to sit around and work on our strengths. We're going to work on our weaknesses. We're going to develop a great special teams uh, units. And and then we're going to have to be emotional week in and week out. Is there a secret formula? No, it's just staying on top of the little details. Me as the head coach, motivating everybody from the parents to the school president to whoever wants to be part of this journey that we're about to embark on. That's my job. Everybody's got to pull the rope in the right direction. And then we got to go pin our ears back and take care of business. And you know what, coach, that's as <laughs> succinct as you can be. You know, I always look for one question that I haven't given you before you've been on here. You're always gracious coming on. Uh, and you touched upon it at the beginning that Sunday is, you know, being a Catholic school, you, 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 faith comes into play here. And I don't think I've ever asked you this question yep. here, but tell me a little bit about that. I know you have a lot of faith. Uh, you know, it, it, it does meld with football. How, how do you kind of work those two together? Well, what, what you do is, is, you know, you, I try to serve as an example, but I don't preach Jeff. Uh, I just try to show them that, you know, I, 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 I believe in the power of prayer and, and, and now you cover the Catholics, the Christians, uh, whoever's involved in your football program, but you and I know it's my message is very simple. You can't do this alone. Okay. You're crazy. If you try to take it all on without incorporating some, some type of assistance through your higher power in our case, Jesus Christ. And, and, you know, don't do it alone. You know, pray in the morning. Okay. And it can be two seconds, three seconds, five seconds. It doesn't have to be 15 Hail Marys. And then at the night, give thanks and understand that, well, I might have to go back and talk to somebody, you know, especially in my case, I got to make some amends the next day. (laughs) And then always know 
it's like I tell them, you can't pray, pray to win. It don't work. Okay. <laughs> you can't pray not to be, you know, it, it, it's a game. Okay. What you got to pray for is to be a good person, to utilize your God-given talents to the best of your ability. And that's my gospel for today. <laughs> Very good. Well, like I said, I always try to get a question in there that uh, I haven't asked you before, and I think that's a good one. I think uh, more people have to understand it here, especially in 2017. Well, Coach, we really appreciate your time coming on here. I look forward to seeing you on Monday when camp opens up, and, and definitely a lot of times throughout the season for some big, big games. But thank you for your time and for your friendship, and, and great luck in 2017. Thank you, Jeff, and it was an honor to be on, and, and anything we can do, obviously, we're big proponents of people like you who, who help facilitate the high school level of football and do it in a positive fashion, knowing that these are still young men that, that need guidance. But thank you for what you do also. Well, thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to head to Jersey. A little Jersey football coming up. St. Joseph Regional, number seven in the High School Football America preseason top 100. We're going to talk some Green Knights football with their head coach, Augie Hoffman. When we come back, you're listening to High School Football America. Instant replays on a high school football sideline? Seriously? Yes. The future is here with Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System. Echo's cutting-edge technology was the first to the market two years ago. Echo delivers instant replay to your sideline on an iPad within seconds of a play being finished so that you can make tomorrow's coaching changes today. This NFHS-approved product may be the biggest change in high school football since the invention of the helmet. Coaches, you'll gain a competitive edge by adding Echo 1612's Instant Replay Sideline System to your coaching toolbox. How cool is this? The Echo Instant Replay Sideline System works with both your current booth and end zone cameras. Plus, and this is an important point, Echo works without any cellular connection, data plans, or internet. The list of high school football programs using Echo 1612 system is growing daily, meaning your opponent may already have a game time advantage. You don't want to be left out, do you? The Echo 1612 advantage is simple. Echo plus an iPad equals instant replay on your sideline that improves your game planning. Seriously, you'll be making coaching adjustments in real time, not the day after. Except no copycats, Echo 1612 is the best on the market. Echo 1612's cutting-edge technology helps you make tomorrow's adjustments today. Learn more at Echo1612.com. Field turf rubber pellets, be gone. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is a seamless outer sock that was specifically designed to keep crumb rubber and other fine debris from artificial or grass playing surfaces out of an athlete's shoes and socks, thus keeping such debris out of gym bags and locker rooms. The Razor, spelled R-A-Z-U-R, is favored by athletes who want the look of tape, by trainers who no longer have the time to tape only for show, and by moms who no longer want that crumb rubber in the house. The Debris Inhibitor Razor is made in America. It's 70% nylon and 30% spandex, making it extra lightweight and very durable, and it's backed by a one-year performance guarantee. The Debris Inhibitor Razor covers just the right amount of a player's shoe while keeping those shoelaces tight. It's fully customizable, machine washable, and more importantly, 
It's easy to get on and off. The Debris Inhibitor Razor comes in 23 colors and sizes are youth, medium, large, and for that extra big foot, extra large. Founded in 2010 by former University of Mississippi All-SEC football player Carl Hoppy Langley III, Southern Sport Inc. created the Debris Inhibitor to improve athletic performance by protecting athletes, allowing them to look and feel better with technically advanced products engineered with superior fabric construction, patented design, and proven innovation. Get a discount on your order by using the High School Football America code HSFA when you order at TDIRazor.com. That's Razor spelled with a U at TDIRazor.com. If you're scouting your opponents without Crossover's Game Film Breakdown platform, you're missing an opportunity to get a huge edge over the competition. Crossover's service lets you upload game film from your hard drive, video camera, or other websites like Huddle. Their team of football experts will then clip and tag the game with player and formation info so that when you log into your account, you can filter the clips however you'd like. They'll also automatically prepare a comprehensive tendency report and down and distance report for your staff so you can see exactly what your opponents like to call in specific situations. We all know that every coach spends countless hours preparing before a game. It's not about the time you put in, it's about what you do with that time. That's Crossover's biggest advantage. It allows you to use your prep time more efficiently and get an even deeper level of insight since you don't have to waste time setting up the film. Check them out. You're going to love them. You can sign up for a quick free demo at crossover.com forward slash football. That's crossover with a K.com forward slash football. This portion of High School Football America brought to you by USA Today High School Sports. Once again in 2017, High School Football America and USA Today High School Sports teaming up to give you great national high school football coverage, plus coverage specifically from Southern California. Check them out at USA Today, HSS.com. Well, just like last week, uh, between now and the start of the season, we're going to spend a lot of time with coaches of the top teams in the country, teams that found themselves in the High School Football America preseason top 100. And as I always say when I talk about that, hey, folks, it's preseason. <laughs> the algorithm only works in season, but we do it for you. But we've got a team that uh, last year finished number 19 in the nation, St. Joseph Regional, the Group 3 non-public champs in New Jersey uh, preseason this year the highest ranked jersey team at number seven and boy it's going to be a fun year once again as these guys beat up on each other in northern new jersey augie hoffman the head coach at st joe's is on the line to talk about uh, a lot of good talent coming back and a lot of high hopes heading into 2017 welcome to the show coach Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. Always good to have you on here. And uh, let's, uh, you know, just kind of maybe start with the, the little statement there. I mean, we've got five teams uh, in the top 30 in the preseason. Again, you know, it doesn't really count until we start getting to it. But I, I think when I texted right. you where you guys were ranked at the beginning, you said, hey, let the arguing begin, but let's get to the field. So uh, <laughs> you, are you guys excited about what that, that football scene looks like here in 2017 in northern New Jersey? Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't think it gets any higher than uh, the tensions don't get any higher than they are right now. I mean, when, when you have, you know, five out of the six teams in the league that are top 25, I mean, it just goes to show you how strong New Jersey football is, number one. But that's all in one league. I mean, we play each other week in and week out. So, I mean, show me another league 
in the country that has that. I really, you know, I don't know if there is one. No, there isn't. There isn't. And I have the Trinity League out here. And while we've got two behemoths in modern day and St. John Bosco, it's nothing like the gauntlet. Sure. You guys roll. And we're going to talk about your schedule. You've got two good non-league games coming up as well. Uh, and before mm-hmm. we dive into your team, you know, one of the big uh, pieces of news, and, and we had it on, on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, is a change at the top at, at, at Don Bosco. Uh, you, you get a guy that comes over for your defense. Uh, we hear about Greg Toll going to Bergen Catholic. So not like you needed any more fuel here for these rivalries, but... <laughs> <laughs> Any little comment about uh, the the perspective of uh, what happens when you guys meet Bosco with uh, a couple of coaches, or at least a coach on your staff now that used to coach at Don Bosco? Sure. Well, I mean, I mean it's going to be explosive. I think. I mean, uh, if you're familiar with the situation and you know the area, you know Greg Toll. And I said it last year when this when this whole thing went down was, uh, you know, the, the, he is high school football in New Jersey. And when, with the way it went down and, and the manner in which everything took place, a lot of questions have been asked. You know, no one really got any very many answers. But I got to tell you, I mean, I can't be any happier. You know, we got, I, in my mind, the best defensive coordinator in the state of New Jersey. You know, we've had to play against him year in and year out. I've seen his preparation. As, you know, I'm talking about Danny Morangi. I've seen the way he prepares on the field, off the field. The kids respond to him. So it's going to be uh, – it's going to be explosive on uh, August, October 7th. Like I said, you don't need any more gasoline for those rivalries, but that, that's mm-hmm. a little gasoline on the fire. So let's uh, dive into St. Joe's uh, 2017. Uh, I know you've got a lot of talent coming back, uh, and we'll start on offense. Uh, you, you've got uh, your, your quarterback coming back, and, and you know that kind of you know, helps a lot when you've got a, a guy that's already taken uh, everything to the championship level. So let's start with Nick Patty and tell us a little bit about who you have coming back on offense. Yeah, I mean, I think when you talk about our team, it starts with Nick. Uh, he's a three-year starter for us. Uh, you know, he, like you said, he won the whole thing last year and really peaked at the right time last season. So, you know, I'm looking for him to take his take his game to the next level. Uh, I've talked to a couple local papers, and they asked me the same question, and I said, I'm just looking for him to go from good to great in all aspects of his game. Uh, I want to see him make the right decisions. I want to see him be a fantastic leader. I want to see him, you know, be the commander-in-chief on the field. And really, and really be what a high-level quarterback is, and, and you know we need him to be successful this year for us to have another great year. Okay, let's give us uh, some of the other kids there on the offensive side of the ball that you're looking for for performance and for leadership from. Sure, the net. Well, I think the next, the, the biggest weapon we have uh, right now is our tight end Matalimo. I mean, he's another pit commit. Uh, the kid had you know upwards of 20, 25 offers. Uh, you know, I've watched him grow this this off season. Uh, into into what I think is going to be one of the best tight ends in the country. I mean, he he blocks, he runs routes. I mean, he's practically unguardable uh, when he's running his routes. I mean, he's six foot four and a half. He's almost six five. He's two hundred thirty pounds. I mean, he looks the part. He's probably got the best hands on our team. Uh, he's tough, and with that that combination, I mean, he's going to be a huge huge part of our offense this year. You know, and then you look on our edges, you know, we have, uh, you know, Yasir Berry is a wideout for us. He's got some Division One offers. Parad McCombs is another wideout that we have, a Division One kid. So we're full of, you know, we're full of, of skill on the outside. Um, we had a transfer come in and Gavin Sharkey, another wide receiver for us. He's going to sit the first 30 days, but he'll come in and fill that slot role for us. Um, you know, and in the backfield, Isaiah Hopkinson was our was our one B last year with Lewis Asus taking the majority of the carries last season. But Hop did a great job when he got in the game last year, and we're looking for him to be the guy. And, and right there with him is Andre Johnson, he's a freshman that we brought up last year. That's going to push him 
for that starting role, uh, you know, I would think right off the jump. So, you know, we got some great other kids. Gerson Tupasan is a running back for us, too. So we're, we're, we're excited about our skill, guys. We just have some spots to fill up front. I was going to say, every coach that I'm talking to at this time of the year is either extremely happy because he's got a lot up front back or, or having to fill those holes. So how, how, how many holes yeah. do you have to fill up front? Uh, we have four on the offensive side. So, you know, we, we, we graduated our two tackles, one to Penn State, the other to NC State. My center and guard uh, went to Bentley and Merrimack, respectively. My left guard coming back is Nick Russo. He'll be a three-year starter for us. He just committed to Wofford. Um, so he's going to be in a great situation down there, one double-A football. And, uh, you know, so we, we, got young, we have good young talent. We just have to put it in the right spots. Talking with Augie Hoffman, head coach at St. Joseph Regional in uh, Montvale, New Jersey, number seven in the High School Football America preseason top 100. And let's flip it over. You know what it is they say about defense and championships. Uh, what's that look like? So defensively, you know, we're kind of in a similar, uh, we're kind of in a similar situation up front. Uh, we graduate three of our four defensive linemen. However, this year, um, I think our defense is extremely fast. Uh, you know, Howard Cross is going to anchor the defensive front. He's uh, he's going to be a, he's going to be a junior. He's already got seven you know big time offers, um, and we have some young guys that are looking to fill in some roles up front. Uh, Eric Stolko looking to play the nose. Uh, Kyle Hocker, who's been a is going to be a senior for us, going to play defensive tackle. And you know, we've got some young defensive ends along with Howard and uh, named Robert Jackson and another young man. Uh, named Smith Vilbert, who, who Smith has been a basketball player for his time at St. Joe's, but he's come over to the football field. I mean, he's 6'7", 230 pounds, uh, and he's just figuring it out. So I got a feeling when he figures it out, uh, we're going to have two, you know, <laughs> big, uh, big-time defensive ends get, getting off us pretty soon. Talking Green Knights uh, football here on High School Football America tonight, uh, number seven in the land in the preseason, and mentioned it earlier. Uh, once again, uh, you know, aside from the, the the local divisional stuff that you're going to have to fight your way through, uh, a couple of good teams from out of state. Uh, you got a team from Florida, uh, Deerfield Beach. That's an eight A uh, school in in Florida, um, and uh, I think they made it the state semis last year in the biggest classification. And then that one on September 9th, I'm looking at because I know that's probably one you went back from last year. One of two losses was to St. John's out of Washington, D.C., their preseason number 31. So tell me a little bit about the, that, that non-league schedule and how you approach it and how you excited you are to play two quality programs before you get to the league. Sure. I mean, well, all it does is help us when we get, when we get into league competition. I mean, we're, not, you know, we're looking to um, really stretch ourselves in the out-of-conference games because we know what's coming down the pipe in, in conference. So, um, you know, with, with, with Deerfield Beach, Everything I've seen is there's a ton of athletes. They run around. They're fast. They got some nice uh, size on the defensive front. I know they got a big time defensive end and some big time wideouts. Um, you know, so we're going to have to prepare for that type of speed. And then you know, St. John's was a uh, was a knockdown dragout fight last year. They were they're a tough team. They got they, you know they got they're coached very well. They got they're big. They're physical. So. You know, I mean, listen, two two great out-of-state games to get us ready for our conference. I couldn't be more excited. Talking with Augie Hoffman, St. Joe's. Am I right about that? That that game against D.C. Maybe one of those ones you would have liked back last year, or not? Not maybe your best performance. Uh, do you use that as a little bit of motivation going into that one, or is it too early to even talk about that game? No, of course. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, I I want to. I would say that in terms of the physical game, you know, we were we were right there, if not if not a little more physical. They had some tremendous amount of skill, 
And, you know, listen, they, they took advantage of, our, of us not taking advantage of the game. You know what I mean? They did a great mm-hmm. job. They came in, they, they, they hung in tight, we jumped up 10 nothing, and they came back and, and they fought, and they, they did a great job of winning the game. So, you know, take nothing away from them. Yeah, I would love to have it back, but they beat us fair and square. So, yeah, yeah, we're absolutely looking to get down there on their home turf and see if we can, uh, if we can you know, change the outcome. But, you know, listen, in, in regards to the out-of-state stuff, it, it's, been, it's great. Um, but, you know, obviously, you know, we talked about the, uh, the league here. It, it's all about New Jersey for us. So we want to get great competition. We want, we want to win all the games we play. But we can know when we step back in the state, that's when it gets real. Yeah, and like I've, I've told you before, especially with our algorithm, a couple of losses to good opponents doesn't really affect. It's uh, the guys like yourself that are out there playing those tough schedules. I, I really think this year with so many of these big teams playing each other, we could literally see a national champ with, with more than a zero behind in that loss column there. I, I think there's going to be that much beating up. Uh, Augie Hoffman's on the line right now, and as we wrap up here, I guess the big question is uh, you know, what are you writing down on the grease board or the chalkboard, the things that you guys have to do right to put yourself in that position to return to a state championship and 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 what are some of the things that you're really going to work on in in camp to make sure that you know you hit those goals well i think the biggest thing is our young guys have to have to not play like young guys you know we got we have to fill in the spots like i told you and we got to move fast um i think the dynamic of the team is a little different this year i think we got a lot more speed than we've ever had our back seven on defense is as fast as st joe's has ever had mm. Uh, you know, we're long at the corner position. We're six foot three and a half at the safety position and a four five kid, you know, anchor in the middle is my de- is my middle linebacker. Evan Stewart is committed to Boston college. We have a lot of speed and we have to play fast. We have to play physical on defense, get the ball back. And then offensively, we can't turn the ball over. So we have to have drives. We have to be able to put uh, the ball in our playmakers hands and-, and get the ball moving. And Nick has to be great. I mean, bottom line, Nick Patty has to be the greatest player on the field every week. That's my opinion. Well, Coach, we really always appreciate you coming on the show here. Appreciate your friendship. Sorry I won't see you out here in Southern California this year, but uh, we're going to keep it. We're sorry, too. We're sorry, too. That was a great trip. I want to come back to Southern California. Yeah, you can't beat the weather out here, but uh, we're going to have fun uh, watching what you guys do, beating each other back there uh, uh, during the season. So thanks for joining us on the show tonight. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Well, that hour just flew by, and I uh, want to thank Augie Hoffman for joining us, along with uh, Bruce Rollinson earlier in the show, uh, joining us to talk about uh, number two modern day. It's going to be a great high school football season. Again, if you haven't seen the preseason top 100, check it out at highschoolfootballamerica.com. Uh, if you've missed any of this show, uh, it can be replayed uh, in our archives. All you have to do is go to highschoolfootballamerica.com. All of our past shows are there. It's been a who's who of high school football since we started, did our first show back Back on uh, July 21st, 2011, we are in our seventh year of the High School Football America radio show, and we couldn't do it without you guys tuning in each and every week because uh, otherwise we wouldn't have any listeners. So I want to thank all of our partners on the show tonight. Crossover, get your game film broken down. Get instant replay from Echo. Keep those pesky rubber pellets from field turf out of your shoes with the debris inhibitor razor. And when you go out to your favorite games this year, take ScoreStream, the app along, send your scores, your photos, your video. It's a cool, cool thing to do. Also brought to you tonight by USA Today High School Sports. That's going to do it for tonight. From Southern California, this is Jeff Fisher saying good night and good sports. You've been listening to the High School Football America radio show. We'll talk to you next week.